and yeah, I mean, I, I think through art, you get to see, you get to see through their eyes, you know? Um, and it's nice to see the pride that they take in their artwork and the confidence that they build. Uh, through doing that. Thank you all again for uh, tuning in to Arts for All Kentucky Stories. My name is Sam Kirby. I am a registered teaching artist with Arts for All, uh, as well as the host of this podcast. And it's something I really uh, enjoy getting to do. We'd like to thank the Kentucky Department of Education Office for Special Education and Early Learning and the Kentucky Arts Council for uh, making this uh, and, and many other things possible. So um, let's get started. Uh, thank you both for being here. We're going to start with intros. I've introed myself, so let's go around. Uh, Holly? Yeah, my name's Holly Vincent, and I'm the Special Populations Coordinator for Bowling Green Parks and Rec. And this is? Um, I'm Jen Greer. Jenna Greer. She's one of our Special Olympic athletes and then part of our action club at Bowling Green. That's awesome. So tell me, um, and this can come from Jenna, from you, Holly, when, when, when you all, uh, when did you guys first meet? Well, we made sure from um, Camp, Camp Happy Days. Yeah, so the first time I met Jenna was Camp Happy Days, and that was in 2015, and that is a summer camp that is put on uh, by the city of Bowling Green for individuals with disabilities. And then we, so yeah, six years of friendship, right? Yes. That's six awesome. years. That's a long time. It is. You it's all been know, a good six years. Do you all know every, do you know each other's secrets yet? Well, let's see. <laughs> well, I have a job. She does have a job, yeah. I work at Zaxby's. So I don't think Jenna has many secrets. <laughs> I have a job working at Zaxby's for two hours during the lunch hour. So yep. do you get Holly the hookup on, on some Zax sauce and some chicken? No, I don't think so. But she does help take my tray, don't you? And clean my table. Yes. And, and I come I, to visit. And I get a paycheck. That's right. With cash. <laughs> That's awesome. Sounds like a good setup. And Jenna also does Special Olympics with us. So we get to see a lot of each other, don't we? Yes, like we do bowling on Wednesdays. Yep, Special Olympic bowling on Wednesdays. It just started. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, you're clearly like you got the athletic part of it. Let's talk about arts a little bit Yeah. Uh, to, to start because you're holding a piece of art there. But Holly, tell me about, I guess, how, how this incorporates, you know, Arts for All or your first exposure to that program. Yeah, so our first expo exposure for Arts for All was in 2019, um, Dallaire, um, and then a couple people came and spoke with us at the Action Club, which is a service club for people with disabilities. Um, and then the painting that Jenna is holding is one that was uh, led by an artist for Arts for All. So that was my first introduction. And then in 2019, the summer, uh, I applied for a grant with Arts for All, um, and they came and performed different types of art activities and stuff for our summer camp, which is all uh, children with disability age 6 to 18. Um, and they did that for about four to six weeks, and they've done that every summer that they've been able to since then. So That's awesome. So, you've Jenna, you've, you've done some Arts for All projects. It looks like you're holding one right yes, there. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think this one, uh, this was done when they came to visit Action Club, I believe, Sonia, and there was another artist that came. Um, and so the painting, you've got the grass, and then we did a little bit of sponge painting uh, to make some flowers and a nice skyline. Did you enjoy doing that, Jenna? I love doing that. It's very pretty. It's really fun. It is fun. And mm. it's a little messy, too. It is a little messy. That can be kind of fun, right? Yes. Is, is messy art more fun than not well, messy art? 
It makes my hands dirty just thinking about it. Yeah, Jenna doesn't <laughs> like to get her hands dirty. I like messy art, but I, I always wash my hands after they get a paint off. Jenna likes clean things. That's great. So with um I guess twenty nineteen you said was the first time you all have kind of brought in a um a an artist and yeah. did a program with Arts for All. So has that been a continuing relationship? I know 2019 is about, um, after 2019, the world kind of changed a little bit, but um, have you all kind of continued that relationship and uh, carried that forward? Yeah, we did. Yes. We, uh, for our summer camp, Camp Happy Days, we planned on having them in 2020 and then, you know, things changed and COVID happened. And so we didn't have camp, uh, but we were able to provide a camp this year that we felt was safe and fun. And what uh, is called adult. Adult Adventure Camp. Yeah, and we have an adult adventure camp that Jenna comes to. And, um, again, I applied for the grant. Arts for All came out. Um, Sonia Bird, she came four to six weeks throughout the summer in June and July. Um, and they did a lot of different painting activities. Um, I think they used tinfoil, which was the first time I'd ever seen them use tinfoil as a background. Uh, and the kids like that because, you know, a lot of sensory-ish, you know, making noises and getting to play with it and paint on it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it... It's something that I will have at the camp every single year if I have the opportunity to. Does it, I guess, do you learn things when you're kind of doing those art projects um, with all of the participants? Do you learn things about them you didn't know before? We've, we talk a lot about how art is a language yeah. um, on yes. the program. And yeah, I, I do. Um, there were some kids, one in particular, that had been just this past year, he was pretty shy and kind of, you know, standoffish. He didn't like to do things as a group. And I'll never remember, or I'll never forget, we were upstairs um, and I wasn't able to see them yet. I was coming to help. And I heard like this huge laughter coming from that area. And I was like, what is going on? And I walked around the corner and the kid that typically does not participate, you really have to, he, I mean, he had his arms flailing. He was throwing paint on the canvas and he was having a great time and everybody ended up moving to his table because the laughter was just contagious uh and that was a really cool thing to see because i had no idea that he loved to paint and to get messy um his entire wheelchair was painted by the end of the <laughs> session <laughs> and he was really excited about that too so uh and yeah i mean i learned a lot the, and then the end of the day we ended up doing the talent show yeah we do talent show a lot of our uh, campers showed off their artwork in our talent show, which was something really neat. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think through art, you get to see, you get to see through their eyes, you know? Um, and it's nice to see the pride that they take in their artwork and the confidence that they build, uh, through doing that. Mm -hmm. So Jenna, have you gotten better at your art over time or, yeah. or the different things that, that I you do, do with art? art a lot better. I took art class when I was little. You think you do it better now as an adult since you've got some practice? Yes. I think so, too. It happened when I was in school. So, yeah. it Like I said, it's it's neat to connect with people through art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to hear more about that talent show because a lot of times we're talking about well, painting or visual art. I did art. two things. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I sing and I dance. Yep, she sang and she danced in the talent show. Mm -hmm. Do you remember uh, what you sang? Um... Off my way, mm -hmm. and I danced single ladies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll fly away in single ladies. We've got quite the mashup. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, that's a fun combination. Yeah, our adult talent show is a little bit different than our youth talent show. So our adult talent show, there's a lot of singing. There's a lot of dancing. 
um, and our youth talent show for some reason ends up being a lot more individualized because we, we give them the opportunity to do what they want as long as it's appropriate in the talent show. Um, and so, yeah, we had quite a few stand up with the artwork that they made during camp and explain, you know, how they did it. Um, we had another individual who chose to draw as their talent, which was really neat to see. Um, and then a few that had kind of put together drawings and made a book. And uh, those were three that kind of stood out to me this year, you know, and it was it was nice to see one, how proud they were of their work, but also to see an entire gym full of people cheering that work on and just helping build that self-esteem and confidence. Mm-hmm. Would you say that like the the creation of art, whether it's something that you all have taken on or it's bringing in a arts for all workshop uh, to do that kind of becomes a catalyst towards building relationships, not just between all of the different participants, but between, you know, you all and, and the staff and the, and the participants as well. Do you think art creates an opportunity for you all to build on those relationships? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of times, you know, like we have a variety of different disabilities and our staff is, you know, if they're not helping like lead an activity, you know, it may be helping them grip a paintbrush or a marker, you know, and like there's, there's no way that you can have those interactions with people and not build a relationship just by interacting with them. Um, and I think that the more inclusive you can make things, um, then the better they're going to be. And I'm also a member of Inclusive Ministries with Cameron and Kate one. That's right. Jenna does a lot in our community. It sounds like it. So the, let's let's talk about your your credentials a little bit, or about <laughs> all the all the stuff you do. So what is what is Inclusive Ministries? Oh, it's a club with adults with disabilities. They it's a Bible study, right? It's a Bible study. Yeah. We do that like two weeks. Yep. That's only great. on Mondays. Where did where do you get your um? And this is a question for you, Jenna. Where do you get your uh, your confidence to be such a leader from? To be involved in so many different things because you've got a, it sounds like a you got a job uh, at Zaxby's, like yes, you mentioned, sir. and you've got you know you're involved in uh, stuff with the parks and with the inclusive ministries and probably several other things we haven't even talked about. So where what makes you want to do all of that stuff? Why do you like it? It's really fun. We t- we sing and we talked about what God is. You get to make friends when you do these things? Yeah, and I make new friends. But when I first moved into Bowling Green, I didn't know anybody. So do you think Special Olympics and your art classes and inclusive ministries helped you meet yeah. new people? Yes. You meet some people through the art classes. Do you, do you, can you think of anybody who, who you've met through the art class who's still a friend? Well, I met Casey Schott, mm-hmm. a friend of mine from the Hive. And I'm part of the Hive, too. Who were some of the people at Action Club when we were meeting let's, that got to do this painting that we're still friends with? Well, let's see. Um, one of my friends, uh, let's see, uh, John Michael Huffman. Yep. Uh, Kathy Tao, Brittany Hunt, Stacia Sheets. Oh, Kelly King. Kelly King. Yep. I think we had Capricia there that and day. And Capricia. Kevin Farley is Kevin another Farley. one. Kevin Farley. We had a big group that day. We had a big group that day. Uh, I mean, for me, I think art is a stress relief. You know, I think it's also a way, like I mentioned earlier, for people to build confidence. 
um, and to have a sense of accomplishment, you know, when you finish something. Um, I think it aids in communication too, you know, whether, whether you're doing the art by yourself, you're still communicating. You're communicating through your art that other people are gonna see later. You're gonna get a chance to talk about that. And then, you know, with us at camp, it's always fun to do it because we all get to sit together and talk about it and then talk about why we painted the flower this color and maybe you painted the flower that color. Um, but it's a way to connect with people. So Holly, when you were talking about that initial exposure to Arts for All and that setup process, you kind of, you know, breeze right through it. Like, yeah, we talked to Arts for All and then we had Sonia. It just <laughs> sounds very easy to do. I mean, was it truly easy to do? I mean, to, to do the, the whole grant process? And because that's, that's something as, and speaking from kind of building out and never being able to really jump into my first formal workshop and then starting doing this. Yeah. Um, I, I know that there's a, a lot of stuff to, to manage and deal with, but as far as grants and planning and all that sort of stuff, but you make it sound like you just call them and boom, it just happened. So, I mean, what, was it easy to do? Honestly, yeah, it was easy. Um, their staff is very helpful. You know, I, I counted on Delaire a lot, you know, when I had questions when I was writing the grant um, or uh, if I just kind of wanted her to check over what I'd already written to make sure, you know, it was going to be appropriate and meet the recommendations. Uh, they were pretty easy to get in contact with and to, you know, communicate with as far as like what the expectations were. We just kind of sat down. Uh, I talked about what, you know, I was looking for um, in regards to like what they could bring to our camp. Uh, they talked about, you know, the programs that they had uh, and it was a natural fit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I personally thought it was pretty easy. Uh, because of the assistance they provide with it. In, in bringing in, you know, outside, you know, artists and professionals um, who are specialized in creating these opportunities for those with disabilities, what have you learned from them? Have you, have you learned anything about um, engaging with that, you know, engaging with that group and in, in, in a way that's in, improved what you do on a day-to-day yeah. -day basis? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of the programming that we do is, you know, sport related at parks. Um, so it was nice to have somebody come in and provide an art program. And I, I find that anytime somebody's providing a service, you know, that I'm not necessarily familiar with, I try to learn as much as I can so that we can also, you know, facilitate that in the future. So if there's a time that Arts for All can't come in and do a program with us, you know, we see we see and recognize the importance of art. And so I want to be able to provide those type of programs too. Um, and at least, you know, help out as much as I can. Uh, but yeah, I would say, I would say watching Sonia and the staff there just like interact with the participants is something that I try to model anytime that I'm leading a program as well. Uh, I think that they, they set a good example of how you should lead activities and make things as inclusive as possible and accessible. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't initially put like, and think of Parks and Rec and think about, um, like arts opportunities, just like innately, like right. I, and, and I know from we've, we've done work for you guys about like adaptive canoeing and other things yeah. that are making, you know, physical, you know, sport accessible, mm -hmm. but ha has art always been something that you all have made a priority as, as an opportunity or is that relatively new or? Honestly, I would say it's relatively new. When I started there, um, in 2015, we didn't do a whole lot, you know, in regards to art, it was a lot of just sport and rec, planning um and we do a lot of things now that we didn't used to do you know just trying to broaden you know <laughs> the opportunities for the people that we serve like we we do cooking classes we didn't have action club then um and we didn't do art <laughs> so yeah I mean I would say in the last 
six years um, through, you know, staff changes and the people being that, that work there, just being passionate about serving the community as best as we can. Uh, we try to add as much as we can, too, because you've heard Jenna this whole time talking about all the things she does. And I also uh, do <laughs> best buddies. She does. So we need to create more parks programs for Jenna. I think I think arts for all best buddies, inclusive ministries, when we can all work together and build a network uh, and a support system, people that sets people like Jenna and everyone else up for success. And that gives them a full schedule of things to do when they may not have had those opportunities. Yeah, but sometimes schedule changes. That's right. When things don't work as we thought. That's true. It's great that the we I like your mention of interagency collaboration. Yeah. Um why do you think that's an important thing for us to to remember? Because there are um in our region, there are a lot of, you know, not only, you know, governmental entities and the county and city level entities that are, you know, parks and rec and those sorts of things. There's lots of nonprofits. Yes. There's lots of, you know, quasi educational sort of organizations. Um so why is it important for them to remember that we're not um you know, there's a finite amount of dollars, but we're not necessarily competing over that. We are um, finding more opportunities to collaborate, I guess. Why is that collaboration so important? I think when you think about the the root <laughs> of all of these organizations, like our, our ultimate goal is to serve this population to the best of our ability and to provide opportunities for them. Um, and so although we're all doing those things separately, I think when you can collaborate and come together. All of those partnerships just become that much more meaningful. Uh, and I think that your programs are better because of it. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think that there should ever be competition when it comes to serving people with disabilities. I think that everybody should be able to work together uh, and make things as inclusive as possible. Um, and I think, I think if you keep that focus, the focus of making things accessible and inclusive uh, and all of that in mind, there's, I don't know how you can't work together and make things successful. Speaking to Jenna, speaking to somebody, um, another person out there, if they're listening to this podcast and maybe there's somebody who has a disability and, and they're regularly told or feel like they, they can't do something or I can't do this because of my disability or I can't, you know, whatever. If they keep using that word can't, what, what would you tell them to inspire them that they can, they can do anything and everything that they want to do? So if somebody told you, Jenna, I don't think I can do this, what do you think we could say to them? you think we could encourage them to just try it? You should just try it and you will like it. I think so. I think the, the hardest thing is taking the first step and trying something new. But I think once you make that first step, it's hard to, it's hard to go back from there. And Jenna, are you ever nervous before trying something new? No. <laughs> Never? No. But I did start bowling when I was a senior in high school. Yeah, I don't know if Jenna, I don't know if I've ever seen Jenna nervous. Jenna is usually the first to try something new. She is, she is definitely blessed with the ability to just hop right in and <laughs> give it her all. You're a real go-getter. You know, I graduated 2014 from Greenwood. Well, I want to thank you both for taking the time to, to jump on our, our uh, podcast. Is there anything in closing that anybody wants to wants to say before we wrap up here and call it a day? 
Well, we're happy to see you. We are happy to see you. And I would encourage anybody, if they haven't, you know, gotten in touch with Arts for All or they're curious about it, to reach out. Um, I think it's a great organization, and I recommend it to anybody. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for taking time. Thank you, Jennifer, for taking time out of your really busy schedule to be here. You're welcome. When can we be on the radio? Thank you again so much for tuning in to another episode of Arts for All Kentucky Stories. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'd like to thank again the Kentucky Department of Education Office for Special Education and Early Learning and the Kentucky Arts Council for their generous support of this and many Arts for All Kentucky programs. Additionally, we would like to thank our contributors and invite you to come back. The last Thursday of every month we'll be releasing this show telling great stories about the ways that the arts impact those with disabilities and allow them to live fuller uh, and better lives. Thank you all so much again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.